1700, the champ. Good morning, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself are with you for the next couple of hours as we talk sports with you right up until 1 o'clock today on 1700. The Champ, busy, busy show for a Wednesday. Of course, Cappy's coming up here from Chicago. He'll join us about 1225. All of our guests, by the way, are uh, coming to you via the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. couple of locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines. And 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Time for a new dentist. Time to visit the dentist. Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry. In the first hour of the program, in fact, coming up here in about 12 minutes, because Bill Bender from the Sporting News continues to get more and more requests to join radio programs. And uh, he's been with us for the last two or three years. And Bill Bender, the National College Football Columnist for the Sporting News, will slide on in here at 11.15. We'll talk college football with Bill uh, 1140, John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com in his regular Wednesday spot. Then Cappy, and then we're going to do some stuff on Iowa State and Texas Tech. Chris Level, who is part of the Texas Tech radio uh, team. He's Ben Bruns is what he is. He's a sideline guy. He also is the publisher of Red, Raver, Red RaiderSports.com, part of the Rivals Network. Chris Level will join Trent tonight about... What time, Trent? 1240? Yeah, yeah, it'll be about 1240 or so. 1240 to uh, preview Texas Tech and Iowa State. A lot of baseball coming up. Uh, Drake has their new play-by-play guy. Of course, if you're listening to the program, this isn't (laughs) news to you because you knew in August that Brian Harden was zeroing in on two candidates. One was Andy Garman. The other was Michael Admire. I think they went the right direction because Admire's younger. Um, and he wanted to stay home with his family. That's why he left Channel 8. He would have made sense, uh, as we discussed uh, in, back in August, Trent, when we got that little nugget of information that those were the two candidates. We weren't sure either one of them had play-by-play experience. I'm still not. Right, yeah. Don't, I mean, going back, and we don't know what they did in college and things like that, but at the very least, it's been a while, right, for Admire? I would think. You would have to assume, unless he's just doing it for on the side for fun, and we never knew about it. Mm-hmm. Could be the case. Yeah, it could be. But uh, no longer with WHO, you well, said? Well, he's leaving in November. Okay. And you know what? He was blocked there, let's be honest. Right. I mean, yeah. Keith Murphy's not going anywhere, I don't think. I don't no. claim to know Keith. Well, I uh, worked with him or worked the shift change. It was like the two dogs on the cartoon <laughs> punching in to watch the sheep. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that was the extent, really, of... Um, of our work relationship, but I, I think he's probably got another 10 years mm-hmm. ahead of him. He's still got kids in high school. Uh, certainly, uh, John Sears doesn't appear to be in any hurry to go anywhere. Nope. Why would he be? He's got a really good gig over mm-hmm. there. And Admire was number three. Um, so I guess this opportunity presented itself to it, and I just have to wonder, is this going to expand to football? I know Chuck Reed does the football now for Drake. Will Chuck Reed be on the outside looking in right. <laughs> next fall? Uh, as they want to expand Admire's duty. So he's going to do, I think he's going to do some online video stuff. It makes sense. That's the way that the industry is going. So good hire out of Brian Harden. A couple of good hires. I like his basketball coach hire, DeVries. Yes. And now Michael Admire, who uh, takes over for, sadly, uh, Larry Kotler, who, um, of course, passed away uh, that flood last day of June, first day of July, July somewhere around yeah. there. Um, so anyways, uh, hats off to Michael Admire, but we had a pretty good source on that. 
Yeah, yeah, your inside connections coming up again. Drake Insider Ken Miller trends has yeah, been yes, referred yes. to numerous times over the years. Long time known Dr- for long your Drake time yes. known for being the Drake Insider, indeed. Well, wasn't a dentist? No. No, 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 no okay. No. I, this was legit. All right. Uh, let's talk about the baseball game last night because it was, you know, I thought we were getting the throes of what uh, could have been an outstanding game one, Sale and Kershaw. I think Sale was better than Kershaw. Kershaw wasn't awful, but... Here's the thing when it comes to Clayton Kershaw, who has a player's uh, option after this year. That mega, mega, multi-million dollar deal that he's got with the Dodgers, mm-hmm. he can walk away after this year and sign with another team. That fastball trend, it's... Look, Clayton Kershaw is still elite. Yes, he is. But Clayton Kershaw does no longer throw upper 90s. This guy's 90-91 with He's his a different pitcher. He's a different pitcher. But a guy that can get by still with that. He can, but if you're Clayton Kershaw... Do you walk away from the guaranteed thing with the Los Angeles Dodgers to take a? I mean, is there going to are there going to be pursuers? I guess for his services. Well, look what happened last year during free agency. There wasn't a whole lot out there. Not for thirty pluses, there wasn't. Absolutely not. Kershaw, still two more years left. But he can get out after this one. Let's see. He's not getting out. I wouldn't leave. He's up. He's twenty plus million. Is he not? Thirty. 30-plus million. Uh, with, Both years? Yes. Uh, with signing bonus uh, penciled in there that he initially signed back, what, five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. $34.5 million, wow. $35.5 million. He's a Dodger the next two years. Is, is that uh, that website that you're on, does it show all Major League Baseball players' contracts? Pretty much, yeah. Who are you, who are you looking Albert for? Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols. Oh, because he's one. got one that's, I mean, th- this thing was ridiculous when he signed with the Angels to begin with. The Cardinals, a didn't want to match it and shouldn't have matched it because it's too long. So how many more years has he got? First of all, how old is he? Uh, good question. He's 38. Okay, and how many more years has he got? He has. Will three... he be 39 before the season starts? Uh, let's see. It doesn't have his birthday on this page. I can find it, but it says he'll be 39 next season. Okay. He has three more years left on the deal. At 20 plus each year? 28 uh. for 2019. Uh-huh. 29 for 2020. Uh. And 30 million. For 2021. Does it have the services contract after the baseball days are over? Because I've seen that somewhere. Uh, let's see. Contract. No, it's full. No trade. Uh, a 3,000 hits bonus for $3 million. If he hits the whole, hit, gets the home run record, $7 million bonus. Annual award bonus, $875,000. $10 million personal service contract <laughs> paid after playing contract expires. And a couple other nuggets in there for All-Stars, Gold Glove, etc. They gave them all that money, plus they're going to give them an extra $10 million just to show up at spring training, yep. to show up periodically at events during a homestand. Like the Cub Club here, the Angel Club, he'll go and That's crazy. have breakfast with a couple of season ticket holders. Uh, they got fleeced, Trent. Fleeced. That contract is incredible. That's amazing, isn't Ten it? Ten years, $240 million. Mm-hmm. And he'll be 41, with 41, 42 when it's over. And then when it's over, they're still going to give him an extra $10 million because the thirty, the $90 million that he's going to ne- get in the next three years, apparently that's not enough. Well, the game last night, the Cardinals, the Cardinals, the Dodgers, um, I'm, I'm starting to think, Trent, that we completely, again, overthought this thing. Yeah, yeah. This Red Sox lineup is daunting. Ben Attendee, when he's going, mm-hmm. and he dogged it last night. He didn't have the best, uh, was it the second at-bat of the night that fell in there and uh, then got behind the left fielder 
Taylor who tried to play the ball and it got past him and probably should have been a double, but he didn't leg it out and was uh, on first base. But look, at the end of the day, it didn't matter as the pinch hit home run, the three-run pinch hit home run. Just look, every single thing that Cora's doing is turning out to be the right move. Nunez comes in and parks one in just over the monster, but that's all it takes. That's all you need. And it was game over basically from there. Mm Mm-hmm. Bullpen better than anticipated for the Red Sox. Kimbrell was tipping his pitches. And yes. since that little nugget came out and he's fixed that little problem, which is the last couple of outings, mm-hmm. he looks like Craig Kimbrell again. He's back. I, I like Barnes. Kelly can throw hard. I like him too. Kelly throws 100 plus. Now, what happened with him? Refresh my memory. Maybe you don't recall either. What went wrong with the Cardinals and Joe Kelly? It's a good question. Yeah, I don't, off the top of my head, Wouldn't I don't remember. Wouldn't they like to have him again? And I've said that oh, for that a couple bullpen, years now. Yeah. I don't remember what went wrong, but I just always found it strange that they gave up on him when they did. Well, look at um, Ryu, who was PU in his last start. Mm. He has a monumental. Uh, the, the pressure is just, they cannot go back to Los Angeles down 2 0. They have to win this game tonight. And David Price, who has not been a good postseason pitcher, yes, he got his last, uh, he won his, finally got uh, found the win column in his last postseason start. Ryu has to be terrific tonight, Trent. They Price, have to win. Did Price get the win? Yeah, Price Price finally got a win. Didn't he get a win, or was it was I? I, making... I think he got pulled before he okay. finished. Five, I think he went four and two thirds. So he I pitched was, well. Maybe that's it. But he didn't even get the win. Okay, all right. So he, <laughs> but, but he pitched well, and that's the most important thing. Right. It's such a different era of baseball. It is it's just it's Chris Sale's out after crazy. four and a third last night. Right? Yeah, Chris Sale. We'll get into this more, but we got to get Bill Bender. We do. We'll take a break. We'll come back because Bill Bender's got a very narrow time slot. He's going to spend with us. Our program is better for it. We'll talk college football with Bill Bender. I'm going to start with the Urban Meyer thing. I'm starting to think. Bama mentioned this on Monday, that this marriage between Ohio State and Urban Meyer mm. might be coming to an end. We'll start there with Bill Bender. When we continue, it's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor and myself until one seventeen hundred. The champ. You're home for the UNI Panthers. Play-by-play coverage right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. For nearly 40 years, Amanda the Panda, a program of Every Step Grief and Loss Services, has offered the most comprehensive and ongoing grief support services for children, teens, adults, and families struggling with the death of a loved one in the state of Iowa. From Camp Amanda the Panda to grief support groups and fun days, the local nonprofit is here to help families find hope and healing. For more information on Amanda the Panda programs, visit everystep.org slash grief and loss or call 515 515- Two two three hugs. Brought to you by Capital City Motor Company, a dealer for the people who believes that everyone deserves to drive a nicer, newer car today. Visit Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University off of I-235 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com, ApprovedByJoe.com, ApprovedByJoe.com. When it comes to your money, you want two things, to make the most out of your investments and pay the least taxes on your income. Sounds easy, right? It is at Bowman Shaw Tax and Financial Planning in West Des Moines. Because Bowman Shaw handles both taxes and financial planning, they can custom tailor a winning 
planning strategy for your money. Bowman Shaw Tax and Financial Planning, 1031 Office Park Road in West Des Moines and online at bowmanshaw.com. Bowman Shaw, done right and right for you. Advisory services provided through BSC Capital Partners, LLC, a state of Iowa registered investment advisor. Accounting services provided through Bowman Shaw and Company, LLC. Showplace Kitchens is changing our name to Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. What hasn't changed is the commitment of our professional design staff to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Combat Hunger is Iowa's largest food and fun drive, supporting Food Bank of Iowa. Your business, school, or organization can help fight hunger by holding a food and fun drive now through November the 16th. Learn more and sign up at foodbankiowa.org slash combathunger. Join the fight today. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. We bring out your best. The look that's really you. And Mr. Executive, you won't believe what we can do. We make the difference, the perfect style for you. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. You can lease a car, lease a computer, you can even lease a business suit. So why not lease a hair system? Mr. Executive in Windsor Heights is proud to offer you this new opportunity. For just $200, you can enjoy real hair for 90 days. After 90 days, you can keep your new hair system with a $200 fee going towards the purchase price. Call Mr. Executive at 274-4049 or visit them at 6983 University in Windsor Heights. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charter House Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. Hi, welcome back. Ken Miller Show. Trent and myself with you until 1 o'clock. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com previews. 
The Penn State tilt coming up here in about oh, 20 minutes or so with John right now, Bill Bender, uh, national columnist, uh, college football for the Sporting News. He joins us. He was at Neyland Stadium last week. We'll get into Alabama. Bill, good to talk to you as always. You know what I want to start with here, though, Bill? Starting to um, be some murmurs, some whispers maybe. Maybe they're louder uh, in Ohio where you're based uh, regarding Urban Meyer and Gene Smith. And maybe what what started back at Big Ten Media Days, this thing may come to an end sometime after this football season. What are you hearing regarding Urban Meyer and his uh, tenure, I guess, uh, at Ohio State? Does it seem like maybe this thing is going to come to an end? Um, no, I'm not there yet. I, I think Meyer shot that down yesterday. I, I think I did read the reports and the, I, what I take out of it, there's probably some friction with the coaching staff. Sure. Um, and it's always like this in Columbus when they lose because they don't lose often and the sky falls immediately. I know I've right. known that since I was a kid here. So I would wait and see. I do think they have some major overhaul to do scheme-wise, if they want to win the Big Ten championship, because Purdue exposed a lot of flaws. That they did, and there's a lot going on there. The the murmurs, the rustlings, the frustration, certainly, from the Ohio State fan base. You know, There's a lot of people looking at Urban Meyer and wondering if he checked out. Uh, listening to his press conferences doesn't have the same kind of, I don't know, conversations about teams, not as deep into things. A lot of talk about what the other people in the coaching staff are doing. Is Urban Meyer seem different to you this season than he's been the last couple of years at Ohio State? Um, I mean, it, he looks a little different. I mean, I'm sure some of this is worn on him. I don't know that you know he's going through it, and he came into a, this is a unique season in terms of yeah he didn't come in until after the first three games. It's just been one soap opera after another. I mean, Nick Boza was last week. You kind of wonder what next week will be coming into uh, the Nebraska game. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that they still can accomplish their larger goals. Uh, when you kick dirt on Ohio State, that tends to work out in their favor. And I still think they'd need a second loss before ruling them out. And and I'm still one of the guys that, you know, just based on the history, I, I still think the pressure's on Michigan, who's getting the hype now, to go into Columbus and win. Yeah, there's there's no doubt, and you know what? As much as that pains Wolverines fans when it doesn't go their way, and, and God knows they've suffered a lot of pain over these last few years, a lot of pressure on Harbaugh to win this game because Ohio State may, may unfairly, Bill, be seen as vulnerable. Uh, so the pressure's on them. But let's move on to another game, and I want to go back to last week. You saw Alabama in person. We see them every week just completely come out, uh, kick you in a what and take names, and it's over essentially two possessions into the football game. From what you saw, Bill, and again, Tennessee wasn't equipped to beat them, but what, if you were asked, what would you? how would you go about trying to knock Alabama down? Um, you know, I... Uh... <laughs> pray I, I don't know well, you know somebody asked me who was best equipped to challenge them and i said maybe 1944 army i, I don't know uh what i saw saturday was a team that just knocked tennessee out i was the game was over after one quarter their offense is operating at a level 10 trent that I, I what do you say yeah how do you defend a team that has four receivers that run like that that mm-hmm. catch the ball run good routes Tua with his pocket awareness um you know, it's an afterthought that they run for 250 yards on top of all that. And I'm really struggling not to kind of say, hey, this is the best team ever, because it's mm. starting to 
the offense anyway. It's it's probably not the best offense ever, but it's the most efficient one I've ever seen. And you know what? What do you think the reaction will be if they go to LSU next week and blow the doors off them? Right, and they very well may, Bill. Yeah. They very well may. The way that they're playing right now, as you mentioned, I mean, Tua, those receivers, uh, they're they're just gifted. Well, this LSU team in its own right is is. Uh, they're writing a pretty good story. The both of these teams are off this week. Um, do you, well, maybe we should save this for next week. But are you surprised that I'll just ask you about Joe Burrow? Are you surprised that the impact that he has had wasn't going to win the job at Ohio State as we knew? He knew saw the writing on the wall, went to a place he could play right away. It's worked out well. Are you surprised that the Burrow's having the season that he is? Um, I, he's playing well. He's playing within that system. He's not putting up gaudy numbers, which. No, I think, honestly, had he been Ohio State's quarterback, he'd be putting up a lot bigger numbers with the receivers he had there. Um, but I, I think he's worked well within the system. He's given them a chance to win, and he hasn't messed it up. I mean, that's the one thing. LSU's taking care of the football. And when they take care of the football, it's going to give them a chance to win every game they're in. So, you know, with, with those things in mind, I think that's that's what I've been watching with them. I, I think they certainly have a chance to do uh, some big things on the back half of the schedule. But, um We'll see. You know, there's a long way to go there, and I think they're one of those teams that I'm certainly keeping an eye on. Obviously, if Alabama beats them, they're probably out. But if they win, man, that that makes some interesting scenarios for November. Bill, uh, another interesting scenario setting up with Michigan as they keep winning football games. But before we take a look at the Wolverines, your thoughts on the exploits before the game? You got Bush out there trying to drag his cleat on the Spartan symbol the back and forth that was happening out there, and then afterwards the coaches uh, throwing shade at each other. Your takeaway from Michigan-Michigan State last week? That's the nastiest in-state rivalry in the country, outside of maybe Alabama-Auburn. I I would even argue it's nastier because Auburn-Alabama is an established national rivalry that, you know, it just is what it is at some point, right? You can't can't hate somebody anymore at a certain point. (laughs) And And every year I think that that's, that's reached its peak with Michigan, Michigan State. It just takes another level. I do think if you're a Spartans fan, you're, you're a little worried because that could be the shift. And Michigan in past years maybe would have played outside of themselves and lost that game. Their defense dominated. Um, you know, it's rivalry stuff. I'm cool with what both teams did. I'm cool with what Michigan State did and cool with what Michigan did in response. Mm. My last thing for you, Bill, I know you're tight on time. We appreciate you finding time for us here in Des Moines. Um, you know, you mentioned November and what may, what may lie ahead November-wise. What about for the Fighting Irish? 12 data points. They've done what they've needed to do to get to this point unbeaten. They've been they've looked good some weeks. The Michigan win in week one means a lot. Um, I mean, wh- where are you on Notre Dame? Does it look as though they're... They're home free with what lies ahead. I really can't. They're going to be favored in every game. And if they are unbeaten, they're getting one of those four uh, spots, are they not? Probably, yeah. I think uh, it's in terms of, you know, if they're undefeated, they're in. If they lose one, probably move back to the line because of that schedule. It's just not going to give them that big-time game down the stretch. Now, the fact they beat Michigan certainly helped. Mm-hmm. But... I'm still of the opinion that if Michigan goes 12 and one and Notre Dame goes 11 and one, that Michigan would get the spot. Crazy. I don't know if some other people agree with that. I just think that's what would happen. Mm-hmm. 
You know what? I'd be I don't okay. know. Do you guys agree, I, disagree? I think it's a very compelling case. I want to see it happen, Bill, if that's the case, because Michigan would have won the Big Ten championship at that point. Notre Dame doesn't have an opportunity to play for one of those. Yeah, I'd be okay with it. I would. I'd be okay. Well, it, it would mean that they've gone through Ohio State, Penn Iowa. State. or was, I mean, they, they, they have a chance to beat a third straight ranked team against Penn State. Mm-hmm. And they lost at South Bend by a touchdown in the opener. I, I, I honestly believe they would take Michigan and the Harbaugh page views and all that kind of stuff. And and uh, but we're a long way from that, as you guys know. Iowa's right in the mix. They've got an opportunity this Saturday. Bill, what would a twelve and one Iowa team look like with road victories against Penn State this week, Purdue next week, and then a win in the Big Ten championship game? They need some help, obviously, but how much help? For the Hawkeyes to get their shot against Bama, I think they'd they'd have a shot. You know, <laughs> well, I don't know if you want a shot against yeah, Bama. That's, I, right. I, yeah, I, yeah. that's what I came away with <laughs> Saturday. It's like I'm not sure anybody wants that necessarily. You maybe want a shot at Clemson, uh, yeah. but uh, I think Alabama and Clemson are looking really good. Notre Dame, I just I'm always leery of Notre Dame this time of year because they could lose at any time. Mm-hmm. I do think Iowa would have a compelling case if the Big Twelve kind of. You know, if it came down to an Oklahoma, you might be in trouble. But if it was Iowa, West Virginia, or Texas, it'd be more fluid, knowing what Iowa did to Maryland, of course. Um, so they have hope. I mean, they're they're in the mix. If you've got one loss or less and you're a Power 5 conference team, you're in the mix right now. Once you get that second loss, as you guys know, it's probably ball game. Yeah. Good stuff. What city do you want in next, Bill Bender, when you hang up with us here in 20 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> um. I think I'm on in Ann Arbor and then Columbus. So I'm doing like the Big Ten rounds this morning. Good stuff. Bill, thank you. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Appreciate it, Bill Bender. Hey, sounds good. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Bill Bender, Sporting News, National Columnist for the Sporting News. 12-1 and Iowa. You know what else may come back to help them? Iowa State. Ding. Mm -hmm. Right? Because Hawkeye fans, I know this is difficult. They should be rooting for Iowa State Cheer, cheer, cheer for old Iowa State the rest of the way. And if Iowa State could find a way in the title game, Big 12 title game, that just adds even more to it. Cheer for undefeated in the MAC, Northern Illinois. Mm-hmm. They lost to Utah and Florida mm-hmm. State and Iowa. And but the a, Utah game was close, I was. remember. And I think they have BYU. Northern Illinois does. Do they? I, I think there's some weird middle-of-the-season BYU. Give me a second. Give me a second. He's flipping through the Phil Steele to get there. to the MAC. Very quickly. Give oh. me. Oh. oh, boy. I've lost a step, Trent. You have. You know, back BYU in August. BYU has... Who are we looking for? Northern, Northern Illinois, Illinois. Uh, this week. This week, yeah they they host uh, they host them this week. Now there's here, some, there's some tiny little print. Now here's another question. Oh, Northern Illinois for buy. Who does Iowa root for in the triangle of Wisconsin? Obviously, has to lose a game. Sure. We, we know that. But out of them, Purdue, Northwestern, who do they want to kind of have the best record out of those? Will group? Northwestern be Purdue? Yes. Uh... Purdue plays Wisconsin's second-to-last game. Purdue has a win over Ohio State. They do, but they also have losses to Eastern, Eastern Michigan, Michigan yeah. and Missouri. That's, I, mean, I get the Missouri loss. Sure. Missouri's got Kentucky this week. I think they're a touchdown favorite. Um, boy, I don't know. I, I don't know. Just keep rooting that Iowa's taking care of business. It'll take care of itself. I think it, it usually will. does. 12-1 and one Iowa. Look, I just want to turn on my TV next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And 
and, and watch them wherever they wherever they're listed in the teens somewhere. Yep. And then the following week, come back and see them. Maybe move into ten, eleven, and then the following week into the single digits. Assuming, because look, these next two games, Trent, these and Fine Bob will be crying years. about it, and yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's going to cry was hell of was a hell of a time. Got to be Penn State first, though, and then Purdue the following week. It's a little easier said than done. Couple I agree of tough with games you. Here. These are very tough games, and the forecast um, in Happy Valley on Saturday is awful. Really, one hundred percent chance of rain. Now it's Wednesday. It is. We're talking about weather forecasters. Sure. Um, About as good as guys. With the pick- exception of Brad Edwards at Channel Five, who right. doesn't miss. He doesn't. Better uh, than guys picking football games on the radio, I'm sure. Well, this guy was five and zero last week. What were you the week previous? That uh, was uh, reversed. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that wasn't good. Um, so anytime anyways, you get cocky, to... I got something no, to come back to. the other you way. Have yeah. to. You have to. We'll see. And you know, it's probably both. I mean, Ames is supposed to be, according to my iPhone, it's supposed to be raining in Ames on Saturday morning. Going to be one of those days, huh? It might be one of those days. John Miller's coming up here in, in just a few minutes. Well, let's take a look. Uh, let me give the, get the Iowa schedule. You've got in front of you. Yeah. Let me get in front of me here. So after the uh, the back to back roadies, home to Northwestern. Trent, I have no idea how Northwesterns. They're not good. They're not good. They're on top of the West. They're it's not a talented. fake. Four and one. Yes. They're not talented, but they win football games. They've been doing this for years and years and years and years under fifth. They shouldn't have beat Purdue. Purdue nope. imploded with the personal foul penalties yep. on the Thursday night that lifted the lid on college football. Somehow Nebraska gave them the game. Michigan State? Don't remember that. That was, was that was t- uh, close, was it not? It was, but then you could go the other way and say they should have beat Michigan. Had them on the ropes and they let them off. They did have them on the ropes. And Rutgers could have, if it would have, should have beat them last week. What a weird team. It is a weird team. Thorson's good one week, not good the next. He was, and they have Wisconsin, Notre Dame, Iowa the next three. That that's going to be a banged up like team. That's like three to me, Trent. And by the time they get to that Iowa game, mm-hmm. how banged up they're going to be with the physicality, even though, yes, Wisconsin's not as good up front, still physical. Notre Dame, physical. And then Iowa, Mm. What's going to be left of the tank at that point? Let me ask you this: I know what the and I know what your answer is going to be, but when we get to that Black Friday game, mm-hmm. with all the crap Nebraska has taken, yep, from their not only say rival to the east when we're talking about Iowa, they, we are east of them after all. Um, would it surprise you if Nebraska plays maybe their best game of the year? Their, this is their bowl game. This yeah, will yep. be their bowl game. There is no postseason for Scott Frost team this year. I'm sure they'll play well, mm-hmm. and if there What's was a, the point spread, look ahead line. As we sit here today, in Iowa City, thirteen and a half, seventeen and a half. Say double digits. Say it's thirteen and a half. Okay. I grab Nebraska because they can score. Their defense mm-hmm. is atrocious, but mm-hmm. then we get into weather and we get into those components. And, and but sight unseen, if it's that thirteen and a half, I'd probably grab the points there. I don't think fear factor for you. Could you see a case? No. This I was really good. Yeah, I was really good. Too. And Nebraska, should they be better than their one and six record? Absolutely. Absolutely should be. And they're not great. No, they're not great. They're and not. they're undisciplined. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. Scott Frost, if the message is going to ring at all this year, Bethune Cookman this week. Mm-hmm. There's two wins. Mm-hmm. They can build on it. And then Ohio State the fall week State. for them. Good luck. Now this is going to be. This is. I mean, mark it down, folks. This is. This is their bowl game. They're, yeah. they're not going to a bowl. That Black Friday game is uh, going to um, be big for them. We'll see. All right. John Miller is going to join us next. We will um, spend some time with John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. 
in the noon hour at about 1225, we'll get David Kaplan in here. He's brought to us by our friends at Heartland Flags, heartlandflags.com. And then Chris Level, who covers Texas Tech for Red, Red, Red RedRaiderSports.com. He's also part of their radio broadcast team. He's their sideline analyst. Uh, he will join us at 1235, 1240, 1240-for uh, Chris Level. We'll preview that game. These two teams are so much alike. Yeah. Both of them freshman quarterbacks. Both of them playing defense in a league that hadn't been known for defense. Both of them big, tall receivers. Injuries at the quarterback position? He, Bowman's back, though. He played He's, last week. Yeah. What did he have? He had a collapsed lung. Yes. Very scary injury. Indeed it was. Boy, this uh, Turpin thing at TCU, that's not a good look out of Gary mm. Patterson's team. How they did not know or or claim, claim. or put their head in the sand mm-hmm. when it came to reading the report that apparently an, another domestic uh, violence incident happened prior to this season. They didn't want to know. And they didn't want to know. They didn't tell Turbin you're kicked off the team. He had to find out through Twitter. No. They didn't tell him beforehand. I didn't know that part of the story. Before Gary Patterson announced that he was removed from the team, he didn't tell him. Hmm. Unbelievable. Didn't call him in to, no. to sit him down. Nope. He found out via Twitter. Yep. I don't feel bad for Turpin. He's no, a first-class no, you-know-what. No. Yes. Um, anyways, we will come back. John Miller joins us. We'll talk Hawks, Penn State with John as we continue here. Trent and I are with you until 1 o'clock. Jimmy B in TC today from 1 to 2. The Drive with Trent Condon and Wolfgang from 4 until 6. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 The Champ. The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place at the River Center in downtown Des Moines, featuring two days of food, entertainment, cigars, great causes, and of course, whiskey. Don't miss Des Moines Whiskey Festival happening November 2nd and 3rd. Tickets on sale now at DSMWhiskeyFest.com. So here's a story you might relate to. I used to post at job boards, only to end up with hundreds of resumes to sort through. It took weeks to go through all of those resumes. Just to find a handful of people. Who were right for my job. It was overwhelming. That old process was not not smart. smart. I mean, it's not easy to find a... Network architect. Financial analyst. Childcare assistant. But then I went to ZipRecruiter. They figured out hiring. ZipRecruiter did the work for me. Their powerful matching technology scanned thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills, education, and experience for my job. And actively invited them to apply. So I could hire qualified candidates fast. Smart. See why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. Try ZipRecruiter now for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free. Once again, ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Based on Trustpilot rating of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews. 
1700 AM KBGG is your home for high school football. Join me, Trent Condon, each Friday night for the Central Iowa Game of the Week. High School Football on 1700 is presented by Absolute Auto Repair, Right Roofing, Heartland Flags, Charterhouse Real Estate, The Rookie Sports Cards, Sinorama of Urbandale, Mike's Auto Service, Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry Law PC, Complete Auto Wraps, Champions Recovery Room, and Advanced Door Systems. High School Football on 1700. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 2000 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2000. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. All right, welcome.
Welcome back. Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor and myself take you until uh, 1 o'clock here this afternoon. Coming up in the next hour of the program, David Kaplan will join us live from Chicago in his regular spot, 1225, brought to us by our friends at heartlandflags.com. And then Chris Level, who covers Texas Tech for Red, Red, Red Sports.com and is the sideline analyst during the radio broadcast of Texas Tech football. He joins us at about 1240. Let's talk some hawk, shall we? John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. As we take a look ahead to a rainy Penn State, John Miller, you had it first as far as the weather map. I quoted you with Scott Dockerman earlier in the week that I saw one of your tweets as you're a closet weather guy, <laughs> that you anticipated that it's going to be nasty on Saturday, and that's apparently what the Hawks are headed into. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, I, I love the weather. I actually was on uh, the Mississippi State University website earlier this week looking into the requirements for a uh, online meteorology degree. I'm just uh, I'm just kicking that around, Ken. Kicking it around in my spare time. It's never too um, late, John. No, no, it isn't. Uh, it isn't. And it, it intertwines well with the day job. But um, at any rate, yeah, I mean, it's not uncommon for high. would have go to Penn State and there'd be some rough weather. There's right. so many examples of that. But it, it definitely looks like it's going to be, you know, a wet football. I, I and wet football is okay, just as long as you're not playing in the driving rain the whole game. And it doesn't appear to look like that at this juncture. Um, I think that you really, it, it just still comes down to base things. And they have a regular turf field, so that could get a little dicey. But defense, just be disciplined and sound. And uh, really, you know, Penn State's injuries mounting up, and maybe some young, inexperienced receivers might be the bigger thing there. Yeah, a lot of different components in this game. John, it's one where you feel good about Iowa, but it's Penn State, a talented team, but it does seem like Penn State's not exactly clicking. Maybe the loss to Ohio State, everything that they worked to had kind of fallen off the table because of it. When you look at Penn State, what jumps off to you? They're just not that physical. Um, and I, I mean, I'm not saying they're pushovers, but with what I see from the rest of the conference and the level that they've been playing at in recent years, they're just not a, uh, an overly physical football team. And I think that McSorley, obviously, is a very talented player. He's like top 10 rushing in the Big Ten this year, which is a little bit crazy. So the Iowa oftentimes, you know, hems in guys like that. He's going to get, he's going to run for 40 or 50 yards. You just don't want him running for 80 or 90 and breaking your back every single time. So that requires gap discipline. It requires edge discipline, and I think there's no more cerebral uh, defensive end in this league that is that excels at assignment football and setting the edge than Parker Hesse. Mm-hmm. And that was on display last week against Maryland. Maybe is the best game that he's ever had. He's just so smart. So I think that you obviously have to watch out for the big plays with, with Penn State, but they don't have the big playmakers this year they did a year ago, or at least at that level. They're just not all that impressive to me. They're, I wouldn't call them soft like I think Ohio State is, but they just aren't overly physical. Mm. Well, is Iowa going into the portion of the schedule, John, that they're going to face the best three quarterbacks in their schedule? Um, Kyle Kemp got hurt in, in week one for at least Iowa State's week one. But here comes McSorley and then David Blau, who's playing very well in his own right, and Clay, Clayton Thorson the week after that with Northwestern. These are the three best quarterbacks, I think, on Iowa State's schedule that they're that they're going to face, and, and here they are at that point. Fair to say? Oh, yeah. I think that's fair to say. And I, I think that... The Purdue game kind of gave me indigestion before the season just because Purdue's 
they've all they always just give Iowa fits. Maybe I was giving too much credence and weight towards the um, Joe Tiller era and how you know when they used to have really good defenses. They don't have great defense this year. They lost a lot of bodies, but their defense certainly played well uh, well enough against Ohio State. But that offense, man, I don't know. Rondale Moore gives everyone nightmares, and (laughs) hopefully Iowa has its own little version of that in Tyrone Tracy we're going to see next year, but he's just so much fun to watch. So, yeah, and Blau has just really been improving. And, and, you know, the thing with Northwestern this year as much as anything, they just – their running game is going to be a a little tough. So I'm not as concerned about that. They would rank third on my concern level there Mm -hmm. with Penn State. Heck, maybe even Purdue more than Penn State. Yeah, I, I I mean, it's an argument, but it's Ross A Stadium versus Beaver Stadium. I, that, and, that's that's a it, and that's the and that's the tilting factor for sure. A lot different environment there. Uh, Forty thousand of your closest friends, one hundred and ten thousand yeah. of your closest right. friends. It does make a big difference. I were running game got on track, and we continue to see more and more of the evolution of what they're doing in the run game. It's not stretch play left right inside zone outside zone. You're seeing some counters. You're seeing gap blocking. A whole lot more in the run game. How much more can they build upon in this run game going forward? Yeah, I think just keep doing what they're doing now. Just keep mixing it up. And you know that's been something I've been griping about for years. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, my gosh, mix things up and don't rely on that outside zone. Heck, even dating back to the first three or four games of this season, it was driving me absolutely crazy because all we ever hear, Iowa is so predictable. It's a little more more difficult than that, but – you know, they're going to run that outside zone play so many times. And it, to me, it's almost like you're giving up dead plays. I know there's things that you want to do off of it later. I know there's little looks that you can give. But, man, you can do the same thing. And the inside zone runs they've been running this year have just been working well. So it's great to see this mix. I think having the two tight ends that they have and being able to use those same personnel groupings more often than not, really, really helps them out. And that's something that we were hopeful to see when we were talking about it this summer. And it's coming to fruition, so just keep that mix and doing what you're doing. Mm. John, uh, Noah Fant was asked yesterday about his brother's comments. Apparently he's had classes at the same time the media was meeting uh, with, the, with, with the program. And uh, you know, maybe what, was this maybe a bigger issue? Or did this maybe sting a little bit as far as the criticism that came Ference's way from Fant's brother. I mean, that is still a, a story, and I get it that that had to be brought up because there was no opportunity to talk or to ask about the the brother's comments. But um, might there have been more there, John? I don't know, maybe. But you know, it's it's interesting. I don't know when when you went to college. Um, when I went to college, I had Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes, and then Tuesday, Thursday classes, and those were at the same time for the whole semester. Mm. So and interesting. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. But, yeah, I, I think that they want, they want to keep those things in-house. They don't want yep. to uh, let things fester. And, you know, they felt comfortable yesterday letting Noah come and, and talk, and mm-hmm. he did. And um, I thought Noah handled it well. He didn't apologize for his brother. Mm-hmm. He has respect for his family. My guess is he's probably feeling some of the same ways. He's just not going to say them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he gets the opportunity to play, and he produces. And, frankly... Um, TJ Hawkinson's a better blocker. I agree. And having both of those guys in the game at the same time is a great thing for both of them. So I, it's just some, a, a maturation thing. You know, defensively, we've seen a lot of injuries, especially in that linebacking core. Now they're getting healthy. Hockaday on his way back. Saw Neiman back last week. Welch has played well. Colbert's played well. And then you got Hooker. And this week, do you anticipate 
Hooker is either a lot of nickel or that outside linebacker spot, if you want to call that, and a lot of Geno Stone. Defensively, what do you expect the game plan to be? I think I saw them that they're calling it the cash formation. Um, so I expect to see a lot of cash this mm. week, next week, mm-hmm. against Northwestern, mm-hmm. maybe even against Nebraska. I think the rest of the way, that is, you know, until Hockaday can get 100% up to speed, but even then, um, I think that you'll get an opportunity to see a lot of it because that also allows Geno Stone to be on the field. Mm-hmm. And I think he is a great playmaker and a great athlete. So, yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of that cast formation coming up. Last week, you know, they, they did mix it in. Uh, quite a, you know, they mixed it in some, but a little bit less than the previous week. But I think it's just because of the, the Maryland attack was more running base and you're uh, better off going to your traditional 4-3. But, yeah, I think we see a lot of, of um, – Alani Hooker in that position and Geno Stone in the field. Do you anticipate, John, and does does Phil Parker ever, you know, does, will he have someone spy on McSorley that that's their job? You you watch, you know, you sit behind the line of scrimmage and you watch McSorley. If he moves to the right, you move to the right. If he moves to his left, rather, you move to your right. I, I could see that being very beneficial because he's a threat, as you well know. He can throw it and he can run it, John Miller. Um, spy, perhaps, on McSorley? I think, you know, if not a spy, just obviously awareness and, and, and stay and be disciplined in what your key is. You know, the linebackers typically, you know, depending on how many backs are in the backfield, one of the linebackers is supposed to key on one of the positions in the backfield and another linebacker the same, et cetera. And then your defensive ends, more often than not, they're responsible for, you know, outside containment in, when the play comes their way to turn it inside to allow that linebacker then to come in, fill the space, and take on his key. So really, I think as much as anything, that's what it's always come down to for Iowa's defense. I think you think back to Denard Robinson and how well Iowa played against him when he was at Michigan and some of these other outside-the-pocket threats. Where you can break down and have problems is if you're coming crazy off the edge and you're rushing in there wild to get that quarterback and he does one of those little slip moves on you, then there's nobody else outside to contain him. So it's almost like this week, not that Iowa won't rush the passer, they will, but the emphasis more on squeezing the pocket and keeping that quarterback between your defensive ends. Don't let him get outside you. Funnel him into the inside where you have linebacker help. That's what it's more about. John, we haven't talked much about special teams this year. Rastetter has taken a huge step Boy, forward. You know, Racino's has had a couple of shaky moments, but in that win to do what he did, they weren't long field goals by any means, but the weather was ridiculous. The wind was ridiculous in there. And uh, I think I saw Iowa leads the country in kick return yardage, yet they haven't even brought one back for a touchdown. Special teams, another tip of the cap to uh, LeVar and company. Yeah, it really is. And Rastetter, you know, early on, uh, I think I heard Don Patterson on the uh, All Hawkeyes podcast, and he made a great point. You know, it was his first game. Patterson wasn't so sure that Rastetter was going to be able to replicate that success because sooner or later with that rugby punt style, opponents were going to put two returners back in, in the back there to be able to pick that up. You know what? Rastetter had a punt last week that the, the guy was set up on the left side of the field, and he totally went to the right. I want to think that's planned um, because we're like seven games into the season now, and seven, there's not really many flukes after seven games in statistical categories. So I think Rastetter made some great adjustments. He's more confident. When he gets a couple extra steps to be able to kick, he really gets more into it. So you, you do tip your cap. They've made a, a great, great turnaround. Really, all season long, the only you know downside on special teams is that 
little game against Wisconsin. Yeah. Good stuff, John Miller. Appreciate you coming on. We will talk to you next Wednesday. Thanks, John. Take care. Bye-bye. Good to talk to you, John Miller. HawkeyeNation.com, HawkeyeNation.com. You like this? Uh, would you assign somebody to Shadow McSorley? I don't think it normally, yes, because we've seen what he does outside the pocket. They can run it with Sanders, but because I was so good with Parker Hesse setting an edge mm-hmm. and Anthony Nelson on the other side. Parker Hesse had a wonderful game. He last was week. incredible. Yeah. And because of those two guys and the way that they can play on the outside, it's not as important. At times, yes. You're looking at a, a third medium. Yeah, don't don't maybe have somebody an extra set of eyes on him. But throughout the whole game, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And, and trying to think back, you know, you brought up Denard Robinson in times like that. I was going to do what they're going to do, but I do think you're going to see Hooker down there, quote unquote, outside linebacker, right? I, mean, I have to think so. I, Neiman maybe moves inside. Yeah, I want Hooker. Hooker's athleticism, and Neiman's good, and he's yeah, fast. Hooker's Hooker's really. Good. How, how about this? You put Neiman over then at the will spot, okay, and then stay with Welch at the middle. Then Hooker down, Stone at safety. It's a scary lineup. You know what? They got some. They got some guys, don't they? I mean, they, they really can plug do. and play. Uh, this hour has been brought to us by our friends at the Attic. The Attic name brands at a fraction of new. The Attic has an incredible selection of furniture and decor, just in time to spruce up your. Home for the holidays. If you're looking for that special piece, stop by and take a look. They're open seven days a week. The Attic, you can find them in Ankeny. You can find them online, theatticinc.co. Theatticinc.co, I guess. Uh, 1509 South Ankeny Boulevard, 1509 South Ankeny Boulevard, a unique shop featuring new and consigned furniture and home decor. And guys, if you're you know, if you're struggling like me for that Listening. gift... Um, gift certificate idea. Ah. Wife can get lost. A significant can, uh, other can get lost in the attic for hours. Great, great stuff. Uh, the Attic in Ankeny sponsoring the first hour of the program. David Kaplan's coming up next. So is Chris Level, Red Raider Sports, the Ken Miller Show on 1700, The Champ. 1700, The Champ. With The Drive. Every weekday afternoon, Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for The Drive Home. Real sports talk for real sports fans. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. 
Carterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Experience Dell Cinema Technology on the Dell XPS 13, the laptop for people who never say no to one more episode. Hi there. I'm calling about my dinner reservation at 7. Yeah, I'm not going to make that. With lifelike color, brilliant sound clarity, and uninterrupted streaming, Dell Cinema Technology on the Dell XPS 13 with an 8th Gen Intel Core i7 processor makes whatever you love to watch even better. To learn more, call 800 by dell That's 800 by dell When it comes to your money, you want two things, to make the most out of your investments and pay the least taxes on your income. Sounds easy, right? It is at Bowman Shaw Tax and Financial Planning in West Des Moines. Because Bowman Shaw handles both taxes and financial planning, they can custom tailor a winning strategy for your money. Bowman Shaw Tax and Financial Planning, 1031 Office Park Road in West Des Moines and online at bowmanshaw.com. Bowman Shaw, done right and right for you. Advisory services provided through BSC Capital Partners, LLC, a state of Iowa registered investment advisor. Accounting services provided through Bowman Shaw & Company LLC. Now at Menards, save big money on your next project with 11% off everything. Create custom storage with Dakota pre-finished shelving. 15 and a quarter inch deep by six foot long bullnose shelving in white or weed oak is $8 after sale price and 11% off. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through October 27th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. My name is Jack, and I'm the market manager for Cumulus Media here in Des Moines. We hear so much about the changing media landscape, yet many business owners experience confusion over how to properly use digital advertising. That's why I'm inviting you to join me at a free digital marketing seminar on October 25th. We'll have an expert in-house who'll show you how to best use digital advertising, whatever your business size. We'll have you out in under two hours. There's no sales pitch, but there is breakfast. I promise you'll leave knowing more about how to effectively and economically use digital media to grow your business. Join Cumulus Media, 8 a.m. Thursday, October 25th at the Urbandale Chamber of Commerce. Seating is limited, so just give us a call and our receptionist will put you on the guest list. Call us at 515-331-9200 to RSVP. Again, that's 515-331-9200. I'm Jack with Cumulus Media, and I look forward to meeting you on October 25th. 